This is the Michigan Business Network. You found the Leadership Lowdown, and we're so glad you did. My name is Vic Verstro, and I have the distinct privilege and honor of talking to a lot of great people. And I found one right here in Lansing in our backyard who's doing really important stuff with the Lansing Lugnuts. His name is Zach Clark, and he's the general manager for the Lansing Lugnuts. And so, Zach, welcome to our show. We're so jacked to have you. Hey, Vic. Thanks, man. I'm really excited to be on. This is an honor. Well, you know, I have to tell you, Zach, and I do not say this to every guest. I don't always know all the guests very well, but you and I have spent some time together. And uh, the more I get to know you, the more impressed I am and the more I can clearly see you as the general manager for the Lansing Lugnuts is a great, great opportunity. And it's good for them. It's good for you. And it's good for our community, frankly. So we're glad to have the community have a chance to get to know you a little bit better. So how long have you been in this current general manager role? Yeah, so I took over right at the first of the year. I think January 6th was my first day in office, if you will. And, you know, it's been a whirlwind ever since. But, man, what a dream come true for me. Yeah, no Um, looking back, right? So tell me kind of the elevator speech of what does a general manager for a minor league ball team do? Yeah, so it's interesting. Like, in the title, it says general manager. So you think you would generally manage a lot of things and just make sure that your business is moving forward. And that is a lot of what I do, right? That's kind of my primary focus. I work with all departments to make sure we're doing things the right way and getting things done. But, you know, in minor league baseball, we're a little bit different in that, you know, it's kind of an all hands on deck approach. We usually don't have the biggest staff, you know, compared to some other industries. And, you know, we're really focused on making sure that, you know, across departments, we're all working together. So, you know, we have to dive in some places. Some days I might be wrapping hot dogs in the back of the concession stand. Other days I might be help pick the seating bowl after game or, you know, you name it. There's nothing, you know, in my job description that says I don't have to do this or that. There's everything in my job description that says other duties as assigned. And, and that's where we come. <laughs> Out of that, a lot of that cross department the interaction. And that gets pretty broad, doesn't it? You know, I got to tell you, Zach, <laughs> years ago, I was in charge of a program and we had about a thousand employees down to the park. They're having a great time. And the general manager at the time, who was a general manager, he came across and I saw him. He was sweating, working hard. It was one of those hot, sunny days. And I looked and he was emptying a garbage trash can and got all wrapped up, tied it off and handed it off to one of his employees that ran over to give him a hand. And then he came over and said, hi, Vic, how are you? And I'm like, I am amazed at the general manager out there cleaning the trash. And he kind of said exactly what you did, which is we do it all around here, which is a great way to lead your people and to let them know that nothing's beneath you as a leader of the team. But let's go back just for a second, if we could. We're going to get into some of the daily things and some of the leadership opportunities and Lugnuts, but I want to know, so are you a Lansing guy? Yeah, I am, which makes this job so much more important to me. I'm a Lansing guy. I grew up in Dansville, Michigan, graduated from Dansville High School. You know, that was, you know, an amazing, you know, childhood growing up in a small community. It afforded me a lot of opportunities that maybe I wouldn't have had in other places. You know, you wouldn't think that, but, you know, not being the greatest athlete in the world, but being at a smaller school, you got some chances to play different sports and learn about teamwork and leadership and things like that, that really kind of only enhanced my love of the sports world and, you know, particularly baseball. So, you know, I was lucky enough. I got the chance after graduation to go to Trine University, which a lot of folks might know it as Tri-State University. It's a little D3 school down in Angola, Indiana, to play baseball. 
and that didn't really work out. You know, I just, you know, wasn't quite good enough to be blunt and was humbled and learned a lot of lessons there and found my way to Central Michigan. Uh-huh. Yeah, so fire up chips. I went to Central Michigan University and went through the sports management program there. And that's kind of where I decided I wanted to be the general manager of the Lansing Lugnuts. And, you know, I didn't want to give up on baseball. The game had kind of left me a little bit as far as my physical abilities. But, you know, I loved the game so much. You know that from our interactions. And, you know, I had to find a way that I could continue to be involved with the game and try to make an impact. And it was there at Central Michigan where I just decided, you know what? Working in minor league baseball sounds really fun. I can find my way back to Lansing maybe if I'm lucky enough one day. So I did that. I put my nose down and decided that's what I was going to do. Well, and we're so glad you did, you know, and it's interesting because of all the sports, I guess a lot of the sports have similar stories, but it sure seems like every time I turn around, baseball really digs deeper than most. I don't know why. Maybe it's because everybody can play it. Uh, Maybe it's because everybody can dream about it. But I think it's really exciting that it's so deep and embedded in your roots. And unfortunately, you know, in the end, it's not like you get to go to a baseball game every day. How many of those critters do you have at home? Is it 70 games or is it uh, 35? Yeah, we go 66 at home. And then we have that special one with Michigan State University that we count. So we call that the Crosstown Showdown and the Spartans come and play the Lugnuts uh, before the season starts. So we really have 67, you know, when it's all said and done. And then course, if we make the playoffs, that changes a little bit. It goes from there, right. Well, you know, I have to tell you, Zach, it's one of the things that we all talk about. There's just never enough days uh, to sit at the ballpark because before you know it, the lug nut season is over and it's just like I didn't get to the ballpark nearly enough. And that's one of the things we want to talk about is all the things that are going on there and all the ways that you're impacting it. Zach Clark is with us right here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero. We'll be right back. Something to grow. It takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. And we're back right here on the Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with the incredible Zach Clark. I'm going to give you incredible. How about that, huh? It's just because I know him and really you have so much respect for him. He's just a great guy. And really to know as the general manager for the Lansing Lugnuts, you mentioned in our first segment that that really was kind of a dream job for you. I don't think I'm putting words in your mouth. And so if that's the case, why did that make sense? What just lured you to that as your dream job? 
You know, I think the best place to start, Vic, with that is, you know, first of all, I'm a Lansing guy, right? I grew up here. I'm very, you know, proud and happy to be from Lansing. And so having an impact in my community and the place that I call home is very important. And, you know, baseball is such a unique way to do that because it brings everyone together. And so you can bring out all different types and folks that like baseball and don't like baseball, folks that, you know, want to be entertained, folks, you know, there's just so many different things that we can do through the minor league baseball you know lens if you will that really impacts the community so that's kind of the first and foremost thing but man when I was a kid you know I was such a sports fan you know I love football I love basketball I love golf but baseball was always kind of my true passion and kind of where you know I had the most success athletically it's where you know I kind of got to watch the Tigers and their run and get so excited about you know I know they didn't win the couple of World Series that they were in but they had so many good teams and they were in the playoffs and quite frankly a lot of the other Detroit sports teams weren't so good so you know it was exciting when the Tigers rolled around and you know, one of the bigger, you know, pieces to this story is the lug nuts and having minor league baseball in our backyard, something that was very affordable, family friendly. There was a lot of opportunities to be at the ballpark because we play so many games. You know, we just spent a lot of time at the ballpark. I tell people all the time, I grew up in this ballpark. You know, I was eight or nine years old when the ballpark opened. Were you about eight or nine when you came to the park for the first time? Yeah, yeah. So we opened the stadium in 96. So I guess I was about eight, probably eight years old. And I was hooked. You know, I just I loved the place. I loved being around the game. You know, my family, my mom and dad didn't have to worry so much about trying to come up with the money to go to a game down in Detroit and see the Tigers, and which is a little bit more expensive and all that kind of stuff. We just run up to Lansing and go catch a ball game. Yeah, right. I just want to speak to that real quick, if I could, because the other day I saw a couple of my cousins that I don't always see as much as I like to, and they said, hey, are we going to get together and try to do a lug nut game again this year? And I thought, well, you know, and I kind of him hawed around, and I said, well, let me check on it. And so we went online, and one of my guys there thought they saw tickets for 40 bucks, and I'm like, boy, I don't, let me check. And, you know, I got a hold of one of your great folks that help us with group ticket sales. His name's Nick. And so Nick helped us get together. And, you know, what was said and done, Zach, the tickets were $11. So yep. we brought 26 people down to the ballpark the other night, had a fantastic time, saw people we hadn't seen for an awful long time. And it was such a reasonable cost that we just made sure nobody ended up having to pull out of their pocket to get in the gate. So it was such a great deal. But that's your point. It's affordable and it's right there. It's just a wonderful place to go. Jackson Field is a fantastic place. And I can't thank the city enough for having the vision and the ability to put that park in there. It has changed the landscape, if you will, of downtown Lansing. And I'm so excited about that. But it made sense for you as a young man going, wow, this is kind of like a coliseum. I want to come play here all I can, right? Yeah, it was my Disneyland, right? I mean, a lot yeah. of kids wanted Peter Point or some of these places. And I wanted to go to the park. You know, when I was a kid, it was Oldsmobile Park and then Cooley Law School and now Jackson Field. And, you know, it's just I want to continue that. I want kids to come here to the ballpark and light up, you know, just like I remember doing when I was a kid, you know, feeling like I was at Disneyland and just seeing the ball players. You know, you get access to the players here that you don't get, you know, at the major league level. And you get the fun on-field games and the fun themes and promotions. And, you know, there's just so much going on where the baseball almost becomes secondary. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's so much going on that you can do. And we're so proud of that because, again, we can bring so many different groups of diverse people to the yes. ballpark. 
everybody can enjoy themselves. Zach, I'm just relieved that the general manager said baseball was almost secondary because I'm almost embarrassed because so many times <laughs> I can't tell you the score of the game. I can't tell you who won or lost last night at the game I was at. But I can tell you about the goofy stuff that happened in between the innings. I can tell you about sitting and talking to old friends and catching up, throwing peanuts down on the stadium floor and tossing back a cold one. You know, it's just so yeah. perfect. And it's just so great to be able to do that right in downtown Lansing or a convenient. And for people coming and going, my cousins were up from Jackson. That was an easy trip for them because it's an easy in and out. You're not dealing with big city traffic and all kinds of other problems. You're not dealing with $70 tickets. And then I have to tell you, the other night I was there with a buddy of mine who I've known for 23 years. He's in a wheelchair and he is your lug nuts biggest fan. I walked through the door and the guy that scanned our ticket I told him that this is the biggest lug nut fan in the community right here. And his name's Grant Stewart. And when I did that, that gentleman at the ticket uh, scanner turned around, grabbed a baseball he happened to have laying there, and handed it to my buddy Grant. So it's just the kind of thing. You've got great people there. We've got a great person on the other end of the line right now in the form of Zach Clark, right here, the general manager for the Lansing Lug Nuts. I'm Vic Versrill with the Leadership Lowdown. We'll be right back after these messages. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. back right here on the Leadership Loadout on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with Zach Clark. He is the general manager for the Lansing Lugnuts, a minor league baseball team right here in downtown in the shadow of the Capitol building, doing great things for the community, having a great uh, opportunity to create a place for people to come, be safe, have fun, and basically be a family and friends. And it's just great that we've got that resource here in town. And Zach, what I wanted to double check with you, I know that this was a dream job, but I guess I jumped ahead of myself. You just didn't knock on the door and say, hey, by the way, I want to run the joint, right? (laughs) So you kind of had to work your way up. Where did it all start for you coming out of Central Michigan? Yeah, so in our business, Vic, it's a small world, right? Baseball, everybody knows everybody in baseball. So we always joke and laugh, as probably a lot of people do. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And for me, while I was at Central Michigan, I, I was nearing the end of my schooling there, and I needed an internship. And there was a guy at Central Michigan that I'd known since high school. His name's Tyler Parsons, and some folks might recognize that name as he's my predecessor and doing very well now in Durham. But Tyler had just taken a job in Martinsville, Virginia, with the Coastal Plains League team, which is a wood bat league down there where college kids can come in the summer and play and get scouted and all that kind of stuff. 
And I didn't know anything about it. I'll be quite honest with you, Dick. I'm a baseball guy. and I didn't even know there was college wood bat leagues that kind of operate like minor league teams do. But yeah. I was sitting on Facebook one night and I was thinking about where I was going to do my internship and what that was going to look like. And Tyler had announced that he was the general manager of the Martinsville Mustangs. So I sent him a message on Facebook and said, hey, man, I'm getting ready to do my internship this summer. You know, what do you got? And he said, come on down, buddy. I'll take care of you. You can be one of my interns. And I said, well, that was easy enough, right? That just seemed kind of bizarre, but okay. I'm <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, as soon as I got down to Martinsville, I kind of realized pretty quickly why. It was a very small operation. Martinsville, the Mustangs have been around a long time. They used to be in the Appalachian League with the Philadelphia Phillies. So they've been around for a long time. And that ballpark had just kind of gotten a little bit outdated. It needed some work. There wasn't a lot of excitement around the Mustangs anymore. So I think it was probably a hard draw to recruit to that facility. But, you know, Tyler and I had the relationships, like I said, going back to high school, we hung out some at Central Michigan. So it seemed like a good fit and went on down there with Tyler and did my summer internship. We only had three interns in Tyler that worked that summer. Yikes. And as you can, <laughs> yeah, I got to do it all, right? You know, I got to do some sales. I got to do some marketing. I got to do some operations. That really, truly was an all-hands-on-deck experience. And I just had so much fun with it. And Tyler and I worked so well together. He really took care of me. So I was very fortunate to have that opportunity. And I learned a lot right then and there. I mean, you figure it out pretty quick at any level if you want to work in baseball because it's a grind. It's tough. And, you know, going down to Martinsville, it was a little bit tougher, right? It was an unpaid internship. I moved away from home for the first time, really. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I just loved it. I was so excited, you know, going back to Central Michigan to finish out my degree that last semester. And from there, I graduated from Central Michigan in December of 13. And that December, I was a week or two away from graduation. And Tyler called and he said, hey, I'm moving on. I'm leaving Martinsville and I'm headed to Johnson City, Tennessee. You, cool. you want to come? And I said, yeah, sure. And he said, you don't even know what the job is, where it's at. <laughs> Road trip. I said, I'll figure that out later. I'm packing my bags. When do you need me? And he said, well, let me tell you what the job is first. I want you to be my assistant general manager. And it's in Johnson City, Tennessee in the Appalachian League. We're going to be working with a St. Louis Cardinals affiliate. And I said, oh, Tyler, I'm out. I can't go work for the St. Louis Cardinals, man. Are you kidding me? They beat our Tigers in the World Series a couple times. But, you know, I said, no way, man. Hold the grudge. He said, oh, it'll be fun. Come on down. And I said, well, assistant general manager, that's pretty close to uh, general manager. So I guess I'll start there. And so my story, my background is very uncommon. You know, it's not what most, you know, the experience that most folks are able to get. I realized that first and foremost and how lucky I was to have somebody like Tyler bringing me along. Sure. And we got down to Johnson City there, and we realized pretty quick there was a lot of similarities with Martinsville. You know, the ballpark was a little, you know, needed a little bit of love. There was not a lot of fans coming to games. And so we had the opportunity to really get in there and shape that thing with some young, high-energy, you know, guys that had some really unique ideas. And the first one, Vic, and this is going to blow you away, is we had to find a way to get the city to allow us to sell beer in that ballpark. Ooh, a dry yeah. county or what? <laughs> yeah, being down there in the Bible Belt, Vic, there was a lot of people against selling beer at the old ballpark because, you know, it's supposed to be family-friendly and very kid-centric. And so for a lot of years, they didn't sell beer down there. And we said, well, listen, we're not going to turn it into, you know, a frat house by any means. But, you know, most people want to come to the ballpark and have a beer with their hot dog, right? And so we worked through that and we got that in there. So we drew, you know, some fans that 
didn't come to the ballpark because they couldn't have a beer. You know, they were just like, well, what's the point? You know, I want that opportunity. And it went well. You know, that was 2014. 2015, we expanded a few things. We added some really exciting and fun new promotions and themes and giveaways that they hadn't done in the past. And, you know, we were just working really, really hard to build the excitement around the Johnson City Cardinals. And going into 2016, we caught the eye of one of Tyler's old Coastal Plain League buddies, Jeremy Bowler. And Jeremy was working for a guy down in Tennessee named Randy Boyd, who owned the Tennessee Smokies. So we joined up with them. We're going to have to run to break here, but I can't wait to hear what's next because this is a roller coaster ride through the mountains down there. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And so glad you're with us today, Zach, right here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. And we're back right here with Zach Clark. We're right in the middle of some great stories talking about uh, Boyd Sports, a new owner that came to town, and that kind of changed your world. So help us with that, Zach. What happened next? Yeah, so we had built up a couple of things there in 14 and 15, got a lot of momentum with the Johnson City Cardinals, and Boyd Sports came in and said, hey, we think we can help you. We think we can add resources and just allow you and Tyler to you know, keep rolling there in Johnson City. And so we worked through that, and that's what we did. Boyd Sports came in and took over the operation there, and we were able to do some wonderful things to that ballpark that were desperately needed. We added turf to the infield we added new lights you know all these new crazy led lights that you see around all these ballparks we were really one of the first minor league teams to install those in our ballpark we built a new group area it was you know ballpark digest named it the best addition to a stadium and this is all because the boyd group had some resources for you to tap into yes that's right. So they really gave us an opportunity to expand, you know, our operation and what we were capable of doing there in Johnson City, which Tyler and I, you know, we really started doing in 14 and 15. And they really kind of lit the fuse for that thing to take off like a rocket ship. And that's exactly what happened. Johnson City just started rolling. And so we're so very proud of that. It was something it was one of the best times of my life. Those first three years down in Johnson City, just, you know, seeing how much that hard work could pay off and what it could do for the community when, you know, we were able to kind of build up Johnson City into what it is now. And then those guys now down there are taking it to the next level. And it's just, it's so cool to leave that footprint in the sand a little bit. You bet. I know that you got some of the momentum going the right direction. In this case, did you follow Tyler back up north here? Well, not yet. After that 2016 season, I kind of realized that, and through conversations with Tyler, I realized that, hey, man, like you've been the assistant GM here for three years. You know, it's probably time to take the next step. If you really want to be a GM someday, you know, you kind of have to add more to your resume. You have to add more to your skill set. You're not really going to be able to accomplish that much more here in Johnson City than what you've already done. And, you know, the fact of the matter was Tyler wasn't leaving his post. So I really didn't have an opportunity to elevate. And I took that very seriously. And one of the funny things here, Vic, and probably the biggest piece is in talking with ownership at Boyd Sports, you know, those guys came to me and said, hey, we think you're great, but we don't think you can sell corporate partnerships. Ooh, that's fighting words. 
Yeah, and my jaw kind of dropped, and, you know, that proverbial chip was put on my shoulder, and I was like, well, I'll show you guys. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> so I ended up in Asheville, North Carolina the next season, in the 2017 season. I had a wonderful opportunity with Brian DeWine and his club down there with the tourists to slide over there. They were a single-leg club affiliated with the Colorado Rockies at the time. And he gave me an opportunity to sell. The only thing I was doing there, Vic, was sell, sell, sell. And it was like, it was my chance to really hone in that craft and realize how critically important partnerships are to a minor league baseball operation. You know, at the end of the day, I didn't take it in the best way, but they were right. You know, Jeremy and Chris and those guys at Boyd Sports were right. Like, I didn't really know how to sell corporate partnerships. And Brian gave me that opportunity in Asheville. So I went over there in 2017 and worked with the tourists. And by the end of that season, Tyler had called me. He said, hey, buddy, I'm headed to Lansing. And I thought, man, that is the worst news. My mentor, my guy, he's taking my dream job. Are you kidding me? He's headed <laughs> <laughs> so with that, he said, but hey, listen, you know, there's going to be a vacancy in Johnson City. And I think Chris and Jeremy are going to call you for that GM opportunity in Johnson City. And I said, well, I've got some thinking to do. You know, those guys said I couldn't sell and. You know, I ended up being that they were right, but I wanted to talk to those guys. And so we did. We sat down and had a conversation. I said, well, you know, if you don't think I'm the right man for the job, you know, I don't want to take it. But here's what I did. I went over to Asheville. I took your words very seriously. I went over to Asheville and I learned how to sell. And they gave me the opportunity. So for the next three years, I became the general manager of the Johnson City Cardinals and reached one of my goals of being a GM in minor league baseball. So now all bets were off. The next step was going to be, how do I become the GM of the Lansing Lugnuts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look out, Tyler. Here I come, right? So I just think it's so interesting to you because part of what the whole general manager thing, what was driving you, tell me about that. Was it a need to be in charge? I don't mean that the way that sounds, but was it the need to be in charge? Was it the need to be able to be more creative without people holding you back? What was that drive to be the leader as a general manager? I think for me, it wasn't so much of just needing to be in charge and that kind of thing, but I really had a vision. I really had kind of a passion in my heart of how I wanted to run a club and I wanted to be the GM so that I could do that, right? Like I didn't have anybody to kind of tell me you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. I really wanted to, especially from a leadership standpoint, I really wanted to be the guy that people turned to and said, hey, what should we do here or there? Do you know a better way to do this or that? And I really wanted to be impactful in that. And so, you know, being the general manager was the best way for me to do that. And if I'm being honest, the other side of that coin is when I was at Central Michigan, you know, 19, 20, 21 years old, whatever it was, I just knew that the GM was the top spot. And I just decided from then and there, like, I'm not going to shoot for, you know, a director of sales or a director of marketing. I want to be the guy. (laughs) Well, I have to tell you, Zach, we're really glad you are the guy right here in Lansing. We're so glad you joined us today and so glad you tuned in to Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. We're going to go pay some bills and come right back.
Austin Air has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. We've got Zach Clark. He is the general manager of the Lansing Lugnuts, and he's with us today to share some of his uh, amazing journey, if you will, around uh, minor league baseball to get him to where he's at right here in downtown Lansing as the general manager of the Lansing Lugnuts. Zach, you've been very candid and honest with your sharing kind of the journey. I'm wondering, once you get into that chair and all of a sudden, uh-oh, I'm in charge, how does that feel? And is there any surprises that come to mind that this is not what I expected or kind of par for the course because you've been around so long? Yeah, no, I'm glad you asked because every day is something new, right? I mean, minor league baseball, whether I'm in Martinsville, Virginia, Johnson City, Tennessee, Asheville, North Carolina, Lansing, Michigan, you name it. Every day there's something that comes up that's like, well, what do we do with that? That's new. That's different, right? But that's part of the fun. That's part of the challenge of being a general manager in minor league baseball, in my opinion, of like, I know that every day is not going to be the same. I need to stay on my toes. I have to be sharp. And I think, you know, the first you know taste of that that I got was in Johnson City in my first year as the general manager where, you know, the financials came into play, right? You know, I had done so well to learn how to sell and to be a good marketer, how to operate a ballpark, what needs to go where. And what needs cleaned and what needs restocked and you know just on down the line you know sales marketing operations there was a big piece probably the biggest piece of the minor league operation and that's the financial side of it right that i just never really thought about never really had to focus. <laughs> that whole darn thing about keeping the lights on huh <laughs> yeah and so budgets were a big piece of that so when i first sat down in the chair as a general manager, I had all these wild thoughts of, man, we're going to try this promotion and we're going to do this and that. And I'm going to create this partnership with this partner. And it was like, well, when are you going to sit down and look at the financials and make sure we're healthy? And I was like, well, nobody said anything about that. Right? <laughs> now, what are we doing here, guys? But so that was like the first big piece where I realized, OK, you know, I'm not in over my skis by any stretch of the imagination, but like I really got to take a step back here and really look at this from a broader perspective i can't be so siloed in my views of what my day-to-day should look like you know as an operator in minor league baseball so you know the same way that i did with the sponsorship piece leaving johnson city and heading nashville you know getting into johnson city i knew that you know however long i was going to be there for and whatever that next opportunity looked like i really really need to focus on the financials budgets hiring staffing you know just making sure that we really really were buttoned up on that front and getting really creative because as you know Vic you know in a smaller minor league team there's just not a lot of staffing to go around either so how can I get more people here stay within our budget and really do some of the fun and exciting things that I wanted to do that we maybe weren't able to do before so that to me was really the biggest surprise and kind of shock of it all which maybe it shouldn't have been right as the GM if you're the guy you you know the buck stops with you but really caught me off guard. Well, and so let me ask you this, Zach, because, you know, the whole financial aspects of running a company and organization is truly got to be job one. But there's one of the things that comes to mind, and it strikes me as probably the thing I would look at walking into your position would be the challenge of staffing. You've got an intense need for people to be a part of your organization in a part-time way 
because you mentioned there's only 66 home games. So you've got that element, but there's also things going on all the time at the park. But how do you get staffing right? How do you get them on there with your the right philosophy? How do you find people that realizes I've got something special going when I walk in the door with my 23-year-old buddy and he hands him a baseball? How do you find those people? Well, at these lower levels, you know, there's a lot of young kids going through their schooling, trying to get their first big break. You know, maybe they've been a ticket account executive for their first couple of seasons and they want to elevate their career. So in the lower levels, you know, what we have to do, we have to be really, really good at finding diamonds in the rough that want their big break, that are looking for their opportunity, right? You know, it's not unlike myself or Tyler as we were going through, you know, we started at the lower levels because we knew how much more experience and opportunity that would afford us to hone our craft and build our resumes for something bigger. You know, I mean, for crying out loud, Tyler started in Forest City, North Carolina with the Owls, and now he's running the Durham Bulls. Like, what a story. And, you know, I kind of looked at that and just kind of watched what he was doing. And so, you know, long story long there, Vic, it's you really have to build your network. You really, really have to dig in. As a young person in this industry, you have to volunteer as much as you can in college and build relationships with your professors and the people that you're volunteering for at, you know, all these different things. If your college has an athletics department, volunteer. If they have a sports management association, go to the final four, go to the Super Bowl, volunteer. They will get you those opportunities. So without that, I think it's going to be very difficult for these young kids to get those breaks, those opportunities. But also on the other side of that coin, it allows us, the operators that are here, to find those kids that are willing to come in and volunteer their time or do internships that give us more staffing, more bodies, people that are truly passionate that want to do this as a career. you know. And so that's why you see so much turnover in our world, too, because folks are looking for that next bigger and better opportunity, and they're willing to kind of take something on the smaller side to build that until they get that opportunity to land a, you know what we call in the industry their first big boy job. Yeah, I like what you said there, Zach, because you're talking about building, not just showing up, but building relationships and working on those things. That's more than just, hey, I did what I was told. It's really digs a lot deeper and it's a little bigger vision. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. I'm glad you tuned in. We have one last segment. I wish it was another couple days with you, Zach. I love hearing your story and all that's going on with Lansing Lugnuts. We're going to take a last break here and come right back after these messages. We do office and have been exceeding our customers' expectations since 1984. DBI is celebrating its 30th anniversary as a premier office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. DBI offers more products and services than any other office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. Find out what DBI can do for your office at dbiyes.com. We're back with our final segment right here with Zach Clark. He is the general manager of the Lansing Lug Nuts, and I am internally grateful that you spent some time with us today, Zach, right in the middle of your season. But you know, the one thing we were talking about as we moved on is building those relationships, people moving forward, and it's not just showing up. Well, tell me, to me, that sounds a lot like mentorship and trying to get in some deeper conversations than just bringing somebody a cup of coffee. Tell me your thoughts on that. 
Yeah, I think networking is the most important thing in our business and building those meaningful relationships because, you know, what we do as operators can't happen, you know, without that help. So if we invest in our people, you know, our interns, our volunteers, you know, the young people that are in school, if we invest in them, they're going to give us a lot more, right? If they know that we're going to build a relationship that's going to last a really long time and we're going to be there for them when they move on and head to the next spot here or there, plug them in with other people that they can go on and network with. So we try to instill that in them, that that's critically important. And in return, you know, for us, you know, it's such a cool thing to see those kids blossom and those kids grow. I've got kids all across the country that I've worked with that I still talk to and just being so proud and seeing their kind of careers take shape. And without guys like Tyler and Jeremy Bowler and Chris Allen for myself, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So it's up to me to kind of pass that down to the next group, right? And so that's just kind of the way our business works. And those important relationships, you know, get us to where we're going, but it also helps, you know, build, you know, whether it's the Lansing Lugnuts or any other team, it just kind of builds what we're doing. And so, yeah, it's a very deep process, but those relationships are so critically important. Well, let me just say this, Zach, you know, the fact that you talk about paying it forward and have an attitude of gratitude about the people that help you send to your spot right now just says everything about your character and the kind of guy that you are. I'm so glad that you're the captain of this ship right here locally in town and so grateful that you're in that position and glad that those guys saw who you were all those years ago. So before we run out of time, look, Lansing Lugnuts, in my opinion, is one of the greatest things that we've got going in Lansing in terms of capturing and revitalizing the downtown city area. People are living downtown, uh, some of them in the back of your outfield fence there, which is kind of interesting. But if you haven't been down to Jackson Field, come on out. There's a fantastic location and fantastic park to have some fun. But tell me, how much more season do we got left, Zach? We've got three homestands left, believe it or not, Vic. The next one kicks off on August 8th, and that one's a back-to-backer. So that one runs from August 8th through August 20th with a day off in between the two weeks on Monday. So huge nights coming up, Vic. Joey Chestnut, everyone's favorite competitive eater, is coming to Lansing to hang out with us. He's going to set the record for most olive burgers eaten in oh, five minutes. come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can only see at minor league baseball. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then we what got date is Oakland. that, Zach? What date is that? That one's on the 10th. That's a Thursday. Love it. And so that's going to be incredible. We've got another Marvel night coming up. We have a really, really cool partnership with Marvel where they created an entirely separate brand identity for the Lansing Lugnuts. We're giving away some cool caps that night with a new logo on it. That logo um, is cool, by the way. It's very cool. Yeah, so that's the 11th. So the 10th and the 11th are big ones. So folks, mark that down. And then the 12th and the 13th is Copa Weekend, which is our Hispanic Heritage Initiative that we do with the Lansing Locos alternate identity. And we're giving away a really, really cool bobblehead along with that. So we're very excited about those four dates. And then the rest of the way, we've got a lot of cool stuff going on. Laugh Cue fireworks sprinkled in there, a big lug bobblehead. You name it, Vic. It's going down at Jackson Field, the last three home stands. Well, I just love it. And Zach, I love your sense of community and uh, sense of wanting to uh, do special things here. I want to thank you for your support of uh, a program I'm working with, the Strikeout Baseball. We're trying yeah, to build a youth stadium in the shadow of the Capitol building up in the neighborhoods there where uh, local kids can come out and play a really unique game. And uh, so anybody wants to be a part of that, please take a look at Strikeout Baseball for us. And I have to tell you, I would be remiss if I didn't at least say, forgive me for this, but you ready? 
Go nuts! Right? That's that just it just feels right when you yell that somewhere. But I have to tell you, Zach, as we look forward, I'm hoping and praying that Tyler doesn't call you for a little while and lets you leave your mark here for us in Lansing. I'm so glad that Dansville sent us their finest and glad that you're a part of this whole process. So with that in mind, I want to wish you well. And I think as we think about it, is there, you're always recruiting staff. There's probably opportunities for people that want to be a part of your organization, yeah. part-time, full-time. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, we're always recruiting. We always need, you know, high energy people to come hang out with us. I'll be honest with you, coming to a baseball game is a blast. And just being here at the Lansing Lugnuts is so much fun, too, as an employee. So, you know, you can't miss either way. But if folks out there are listening and they want to look into it, they can go to LansingLugnuts.com and they can find their tickets to these big nights we've got coming up. They can click on the team tab and find employment opportunities. So LansingLugnuts.com is the best resource for us. And of course, our social media, you know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. But, you know, if if anybody wants to come work here with us, we would be thrilled and elated to have them. Because in my opinion, we really work hard to make it as much fun as it is to attend a game to come here and work and hang out with us. Well, mission accomplished. Zach, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Vic. This was a lot of fun. Great to have you. Great to have you join us right here on the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vershero. Can't wait to talk to you next time.